Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I'm going to continue my series with the best of Bob Lowry. And as you may have heard, Bob Lowry passed away on November 17th. And he did over 50 podcast recordings with me. And so in this episode here, I'm going to touch on a few things that Bob Lowry debunked. And we talked about it in different podcasts. And I brought them together here for you in one podcast. And this is one thing that Bob Lowry really excelled at. And that was taking things that we believe, maybe myths in the industry or some false premises, and unpacking those in a pretty blunt way and explaining them so that we don't, you know, have the harbor these falsehoods in the industry. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And so the two that I'd like to focus here on this episode, one was I asked Bob Lowry about the quote-unquote chlorine smell coming from a commercial pool so if you, you know, ever stayed in a hotel or motel and you went out to the pool and this, I got this idea from a comment. I was at a hotel in San Diego and someone walked by and they're like, oh, look, you can smell the chlorine. You know, like that means that it's safe because you can smell the chlorine. Well, chlorine doesn't really have a smell. And Bob Lowry kind of unpacks what they're actually smelling and why this is probably not a good thing to smell chlorine in a commercial pool. And then the second part, I'm going to talk to Bob. I did an episode with Bob on dogs in the pool. And of course, we deal with it all the time out there. People love their dogs. And of course, I love my customers' dogs. And I had a dog, I had a husky for 12 years that I raised as a puppy all the way until it died. And me and my son buried it in our backyard. We dug down um, through like rocks and dirt to bury our dog back there. So I'm a big dog lover myself. But Bob Lowry will unpack what it means when a dog actually swims in the pool and why this is not a healthy thing. So I'm going to start with the first clip, which is talking about that chlorine smell at a hotel or motel. Uh, I put this in quotes. Uh, If you smell, quote, chlorine at your hotel pool that you're staying at, should you go in? Um, Well, I'm not sure whether it's should you go in. (laughs) I'm not sure I could answer that, should you go in. But what it indicates is, that there hasn't been enough chlorine in the water because what it means is think about this before you condemn chlorine as being the problem. The chlorine in water does not smell. And if you're a service tech, you probably open a, a jug of chlorine and you have to get it almost by your nose to be able to smell it. And, and in that bottle, is 125,000 parts per million of chlorine. And it doesn't smell very bad, 
But you go to a pool and there's one part per million of chlorine and the smell almost knocks you over. And why? Well, chlorine in water doesn't smell. Chloramine in water does smell. And you can smell it at as little as 0.2 parts per million. 0.2 parts per million of chloramine, you can smell it. And it's a body irritant and it's an eye irritant at that level. We want to keep the chloramine level low. And when I used to go make, as I say, when I used to go make house calls, uh, when I was in my youth in this industry, I used to go to pools and I go to a big commercial pool and somebody go, thank God you're here. They're overusing chlorine. Can't you smell it? And I would go, yes, get me some more chlorine and I'll make it go away. <laughs> and, and the fact is, if you superchlorinate and reach breakpoint chlorination, it'll destroy the ammonia and the smell will go away. One or two parts per million or three parts per million of chlorine in a pool does not smell. You can't smell it. And if anything, it smells kind of fresh and clean. You know, when you put a cup of Clorox into a washing machine, you're putting 600 parts per million of chlorine in your washing machine. And your laundry room doesn't smell as bad as the pool. 600 parts per million of chlorine doesn't smell, but one part per million at the pool does. So it's not the chlorine, it's chloramine that's a problem. Yeah. And I put that in quotes because I hear that all the time when I'm out there. You know, I even heard someone walk by and say, man, that pool smells like chlorine. And right away, you know, that's not what they're smelling. But everyone but as you know, that. as you know, from testing, David, that you can have free chlorine and you can have combined chlorine with it. Mm -hmm. And so it, the fact that you can smell chloramine doesn't mean you shouldn't get in, but mm -hmm. it sure should should raise a flag yeah. about how the water has been taken care of. Yeah, exactly. uh, It's just an indication that you've got incomplete uh, oxidation going on. So again, you shouldn't smell the chlorine when you're at a public pool. That's a bad sign, as Bob Lowry just explained there. And we joked in the group before that, you know, hey, I'm going to put some Cal Hypo in my swimming suit before I jump in there and, you know, jump in there and at least be protected somewhat but truth be known, you know, if the public pool is maintained properly and the chemistry is being checked every day and the chlorine level is at the proper level, you shouldn't smell that combined chlorine. And it's kind of like an ammonia Windex smell. And that's definitely a dead giveaway that the chlorine is not as effective in the water as it should be. It should be odorless when you walk by the pool. And definitely you want to keep that in mind when you go out to your public pool or if you're using a pool at a hotel on vacation that smells a dead giveaway that things aren't quite balanced and maybe you should not go into that pool at that moment. Of course, if you have a if you if you're a pool service pro and you're maintaining a commercial account, this is one thing that you're always trying to prevent, always trying to be on top of by balancing the water and making sure that it's safe to swim in. And you're always checking for combined chlorine to make sure it's not forming because sometimes breaking that takes a lot of effort and a lot of chlorine to break that. And with the health department limit of 10 parts per million in my area, it becomes a problem. So preventing it from happening by keeping the chlorine level at the acceptable level is, of course, the first step. And then breaking it if you do have that combined chlorine right away at the beginning because it can definitely get out of hand pretty quickly in a commercial setting. 
Now, I'm going to switch gears, and I thought the podcast on dogs was one of the funnest I've done with Bob Lowry, and he seemed to enjoy talking about it. And, of course, if you know Bob Lowry, he has a couple, two or three dogs of his own, and he definitely is a dog lover. But he put all that aside to kind of give you the straight answer. And we've all heard different ones, like, you know, one dog equals 10 people, one dog equals 20 people. But Bob Lowry kind of went out there and he said one dog equals like 25 to 50 people or something like that. I mean, a huge amount. And he got people in an uproar. But if you've ever maintained a pool with dogs swimming in it like I have, it's definitely a uphill battle because truthfully, the dogs do add a lot of contamination to the water and do make it much harder to maintain that pool. And so we talked a lot about different aspects of dog swimming in that particular podcast, and of course, dog waste getting in the pool. And in this clip, Bob Lowry just explains his thinking behind the fact that dogs add a lot of contamination to your swimming pool when they go in, and why having the dog swim in your pool is not a good idea. One of you, from a chemist's standpoint, what's the problem with dogs using the pool on a regular basis? Well, I think, well, there are some health issues, first of all. Uh, dogs can actually carry uh, parasites and things like that that can live in the water and get into or onto a human. So it is possible that you could get ringworm, mites, fleas, uh, things like that uh, from your dog. And I know that every time I mention I should probably preface it by saying I'm a dog person. I have two dogs and a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had dogs most of my life, so I'm a dog person, but I don't believe that dogs um, should be getting in the pool with humans. And I think that there is an opportunity for dogs to pick up things. You know, after all, they don't bathe like humans do. So they don't get rinsed off and take stuff off of their body. And they walk around literally barefoot. You know, and whatever's on their feet ends up in the pool. And they've been playing in the yard. They've been out pooping and peeing all over the yard and then walking in it, and then they get in your pool. And then a lot of dogs have a lot of saliva. And they get in the pool when they're hot. And um, their fur and stuff can carry all kinds of things from, from pollen and stuff like that to actual insects and and, and microbes that get on them. So um, I was asked many, many years ago what I thought the chlorine demand was of a dog. I said back then that one dog is equal to between 25 and 50 people as far as contamination goes. And, and it was only that. And of course, the dog lovers rallied and said, how can that be? You know, my dog only weighs four pounds, you know. And, and I said, yeah, but, you know, somebody asked me about an average and so on. And so I thought about a, you know, 40, 50-pound dog and, you know, how much contamination like a Labrador retriever would bring in or, you know, something like that. And I'm sure that some dogs are bigger and some dogs are smaller. Some dogs... Um, get bathed regularly or at least get in the pool uh, a couple of times a week and maybe they don't have as much contamination on them as other dogs but there are some dogs 
that that get bathed every couple of weeks. And in the meantime, they go to the park, they go for a walk, they go playing and roll around. I mean, how many times have you seen your dog laying on his back, scratching his back in the grass? Well, who knows what's in that grass? And then he's brand, and then he's coming home and jumping in your pool. Um, from a contamination standpoint, a dog can jump in a pool and wipe out a chlorine residual. So that's one aspect that I really enjoyed about Bob Lowry, the fact that he was extremely honest, of course, with his assessments, and that he did a lot of debunking and breaking these myths in the industry and kind of, you know, going against the grain in some cases with some of the things he said. And there's other things that we talked about that he debunks, and I'll definitely record those and put those in a Best of Bob Lowry series, in the Best of Bob Lowry series, including, you know, my saltwater pool does not add chlorine to the pool, and things of that nature that we talked about in other podcasts. But he had a lot of knowledge to give. He freely gave it, and he surely will be missed in the industry. And these clips, I hope, will you know, highlight some of the great insight from Bob Lowry. And you can, of course, refer to those podcast episodes. In the description here, you're going to see the list of all the episodes that I recorded with him. You can reference those there. Or you go to my website, Swimming Pool Learning, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. In the search box, type in Bob Lowry. That'll take you to the episodes quickly there also. And I highly recommend listening to all the episodes. It's like all his material basically broken down into 54 podcasts for you. And you're going to really, you know, have an increase in your knowledge of chemistry, of course, and other aspects like the things we talked about here, some common myths that people believe about, you know, the chlorine smell in the pool or dog swimming in the pool. And I highly encourage you to listen to all the other podcast episodes that I recorded with Bob Lowry. And if you are in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. What are great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance? Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.